Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host, and this is episode 87 that you are listening to. Thank you for listening. We're thrilled and excited to have you join us on this episode. You know, a lot of things are going on uh, out there. The podcast is doing very well. Uh, we're seeing the growth. I talked about that on the last episode, and I'm just thrilled. It's been It's been great. We're starting up, I'm reminding everyone, we're starting up a free webinar series around Kickstarter, kind of how to learn the ins and outs of what it takes to launch and manage a Kickstarter project. You can find that information about that webinar on my website, thegamewhisperer.com is where I'm putting up that information initially. You can also follow me on Twitter at uh, the at uh, Game Whisperer, or I have a new Twitter handle. I've just uh, created it tonight. And I wanted to mention it to everybody. Fund the dream. No ing. It's just fund the dream. Go ahead and uh, if you want to follow what we're doing with uh, the crowdfunding and with the, this, go ahead and follow us on Twitter there. And then we have uh, coming up in a couple of weeks, we're launching the Crowdfunding Academy. And I'll be getting more information to everybody. But again, you can go to the Game Whisperer website and subscribe to the newsletter to be up- alerted or updated when that goes live. That'll be a lot of good information, video uh, instructional courses and things like that to help you because I know you're listening and that's what you want to do. You want to be starting a crowdfunding Kickstarter project as soon as possible. And the only thing standing in your way is that I haven't got those videos out there to teach you how to do it. So we're going to try to rectify that. Okay, tonight or today or this afternoon or wherever you might be listening from, I feel like I'm in a Truman show here. Good day, good morning, good evening. I My guest today is similar to the guest of the last episode, and that is we, we've kind of got a bit of a mini theme going here is, um, is around graphic novels. My guest is Tim Kenyon. Tim Kenyon is the, um, the creator of End Time, a graphic novel that is currently on Kickstarter, and he is the co-owner of Capstan Comics. Tim, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks very much, Richard. I appreciate it. Well, I know that you're um, – I, I caught you at a, uh, at a time where I think you're standing on a street corner on your cell phone. Is that, is that what you're doing? I, I, I did. Actually, I, I got in my car. It's a little chilly out tonight, so I put my coat on, and I'm sitting in my car. Okay. Well, good. Uh, I didn't want you to, to get excited and wander off the curb and get hit by a truck or something. So we <laughs> – no, no worries there. So let's talk about um, – we're here to talk about graphic novels. Your project has got about a, a week left. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Uh, sure. Well, the uh, the project is uh, it's a printing project. My uh, my graphic novel um, is End Time. It, this is the first book in a series of four. Um, it's a uh, a book that I worked. I'm the the the, the writer for it. I uh, hired an artist to draw the book for me, and uh, the artwork was finished um, about the mid uh, middle of 2011 and uh, spent about a year or so uh, doing uh, the typical submissions to some different um, uh, comic publishing companies trying to find someone willing to take it on. But um, with the um, with the way the market has been, I just really couldn't find anybody interested in um, taking a chance on it. So I decided to uh, do the printing and distributing myself. Um, and that's where the Kickstarter campaign comes in. Um, hopefully, uh, within the next week, as soon as, uh, the Kickstarter campaign ends and, and with fingers crossed, it, it successfully, uh, um, completes itself. And I, and I do reach my goal that I'll be, uh, printing and distributing the first book of end time. 
Well, you've got about a week to go, and you're and you're five hundred, just under five hundred and fifty dollars towards your goal. I think uh, fairly confident here you're going to make it. I I feel pretty confident. It, it was um, it's been uh, quite a roller coaster ride. Um, this experience is my first uh, Kickstarter campaign. Um, I didn't really know what to expect when I first started it. Um, setting the goal was always. Uh, if, foremost in my mind and, and really not, not really sure how much, um, how much I would get if I was asking too much, too little. So it, it was, uh, it was very difficult decisions to make. Sure. And, uh, I think that's a, a very common theme for a lot of the people who have got the projects out there. In your case though, you're, so you, you've taken over kind of the publishing role, but you have a background, this, this project. So you, you're the writer of this, not the artist, right? Because you've been working on this for a while. That, that is correct. I'm, I'm the, the writer. I, I originally created the story, the original story. Um, it gives a little bit of background information on the Kickstarter page. Um, the original story idea uh, came to me back in 2001. So it, it's, it's been over a decade that this has sort of been developing. Um, I tinkered around with it then. Uh, thinking of it, of it sort of as a short film, and then I, I wrote the entire script in 2008 as a pilot for a television series, and then I converted that into a graphic novel. And uh, it ended up being, uh, it was probably at the time it was, I want to say it was close to a 200-page script. It was it was enormous, and um, I I worked with an editor. Um, to kind of whittle it down to the, the 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 actual story, the bare minimum of the story that I needed to tell, and then the artist uh, drew from that, and it turned out to be a uh, 130 page graphic novel. It, it's it's quite a it's quite a beast for the first uh, for the first book of a four book series. How do you so? A lot of my listeners. Um artists, writers, uh, that type of thing, um, gamers. How do you go about finding an artist to, to capture the essence? You know, what was that process like? Um, it, uh, it really took, it took, it takes a lot of, um, it takes a lot of trust in yourself, knowing what, uh, kind of vision you want to have. Cause there are a lot of artists out there and you can certainly, um, sort of just throw a virtual dot uh, into the internet and find an artist out there who can draw. Uh, but it's really, it's really about taking your time, having patience, and uh, trusting yourself to know what kind of vision you want to have for the story that you're trying to tell. And um, I, I spoke with several people. Um, people whose, whose portfolios that I found online and I, and it, it took me almost a year. I, 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 in fact, I worked with, I worked with a guy in Brooklyn, New York, um, in 2009, uh, for the summer. And, uh, we, we spent about two or three months, um, kind of hammering out some ideas for artwork and then, but, you know, just realized then that it just wasn't going to work out. So we ended that relationship and I sort of had to start from the ground ground zero um and um what kind of a, had to find 
a new, had to find this new guy. So if somebody's listening and they, they're in the same boat you're, that you were in, what kind of advice do you give them? I mean, do you, do you just throw the virtual dart or is there something you go look for specifically? How do you do that? Um, I, my, my suggestion is have a, have a really clear, um, have a really clear idea of what, uh, what you want your characters to look like. Um, it, while, while you have a story being told, uh, the, there's a certain look to the character that is really important to, um, understanding, uh, for a reader to understand the story or, the, or for the reader to, um, get from the story, what you want to get from, from it. I, I, I also, I work, um, I do some work in film as well, and, and it really goes hand in hand with that. You know, you, you hire actors, and when you watch a movie, you know, you see a certain actor in a movie who you just watch it and you say, that person just fits the part. It just, they just look like that character. The same goes for comics. You really have to find an artist who can capture that essence in a character from the words on the page. And um, Gary Cassell the guy who I um, hired to draw End Time did that for me. Um, he, he read the script and he, he drew up some uh, sketches of the characters as he saw them, and they were perfect. They were exactly uh, who I expected these characters to be. And that's, that's really the type of artist you sort of have to hold out for. I know that uh, artwork seems to be, uh, it's a very key theme through all you know, comics, video games, board games, uh, that visual is, is so critically important to what you're doing. Absolutely. I agree. There's, there's such visual mediums that, um, uh, it so much rides on what uh, the reader is seeing on the page. The words can be great. The story could be fantastic, tight story, well plotted, but if the artwork isn't there, you really, you lose, you're, you're losing something. You're missing, you're missing a key, um, element of that storytelling. Let's talk about your Kickstarter project as a project a little bit. And that is, so you worked on this for quite a while, this project, you bring it to Kickstarter, and you talked about a little bit about the roller coaster ride. Now, with six days to go, there's a confidence level has been kind of achieved that, okay, you can raise about $450, $500, excuse me, $550 in, in six days. But it, you didn't always have that confidence level, right? Talk, talk, talk to us a little bit about What's kind of been going through your head as you've launched this project? Sure. Uh, yeah, it, right from the beginning, um, you know, I, I, felt, I, felt very, I felt very strong, very confident at the beginning. I, I made the video. Um, it, was, it, it was a painstaking process, but, I mean, as, as a side note, I, I encourage anyone doing a Kickstarter campaign to, to make a make a good video, you know, and, and just, uh, say what you want to say and get it, get all the words right in that video. Once I got that up there and, um, and I just, you know, I, I sat in front of the computer and I just looked at that button. It had been approved by Kickstarter. They sent it back to me and the launch button. And I'm like, okay, when, when do I do it? And, um, and I, you know, I clicked it and I clicked launch and boom, it, it started. And, um, I've right from that minute, I, I was, I was on Facebook and, um, a good friend of mine, uh, Chris from, uh, Northern Michigan, he was online and he was actually running a Kickstarter campaign at the same time. And I, I sent him a message and I said, Chris, I did it. I started it. And he said, I'll be right back. And two minutes later he came back. He said, you have your first backer. 
Oh, how nice is that? And said, I'm going I'm to spread the word right now, and I'm going to have you five backers by the end of the night. So it, right from the beginning, it was just, it felt good. It felt, you know, I felt confident uh, that, that there were people out there who, who were going to care about this. Um, people out there who were going to want to contribute and want to see this happen. Um, it, it can be a scary thing to ask people for money. Um, you know, especially people that you don't know how they're going to respond or how they're going to take it. You know, when you, when you say, give me some money, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you something back, but I want you to give me money. Yeah. And I talk Um, about it on the show and it's that taboo we have in our society about absolutely right. Yeah. Um, you mix your passion and dream and the vulnerability of putting it out in front of strangers combined with the the taboo of asking for money and then you put the two of them together so that your fear of asking for money is the measurement of the validation of the public on your dream. And man, you yes. talk about that, right? That's that whole fear when you're going to push that button. It's like, oh my gosh, can I even yeah. right, deal with this? Yeah, and that, and that's, that, was, that was really that that sort of anxiety bomb that was sitting inside my chest. And, and after the first week went by and, and, um, you know, when I let everybody know that it was running sort of that, that human psychology of that certain percentage of people that are going to be the first ones to jump on and say, wow, that's awesome. Here's some money. I'm excited for you. I can't wait to see the book. The first week went great. And then after that, it was like mm, between seven and 10 days in, it just flatlined. Um, and in fact, it went, I want to say it went three days with nothing. No money came in. Um, and I really started to worry. Uh, I started to think, okay, everyone who has given money is, has given money or wants to has, has given. And now what am I going to do? I'm, you know, I'm like at $1,500. I, I was not even near 50%. What am I going to do? Um, that's where that real, that trough, you know, I, I had hit that high, I went down and I, I, it was really low and I was really feeling, uh, a whole range of emotions, you know, sort of embarrassment for kind of putting it out there and asking people for money. Um, what if, what if it doesn't go all these people who have given, you know, they're not right. They back to lose. No, I, yeah. So I have to kind of back up and I have to explain to them, Oh, well, I, you know, I wasn't able to make it. Right. Um, so it's, uh, it's really for uh, 30 days is probably about as long as I would be able to handle dealing with something <laughs> like that. So sure. anyone who does six day, uh, Kickstarter campaign, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, all I can say. Well, we've only got That's a, a long minutes. time. We've only got a few minutes left. Let's talk about this because sure. you actually did your, you laid the groundwork for, you've got. Almost twenty two hundred fans on your Facebook page of your of your comic brand, um, and so the question is, and I'm sure you've asked yourself, you got all these people, you've built up this brand, this awareness, but somehow that's not translating into backers. What's your theory on that? Well, I the only the only thing I can think that comes from that is that. There, there's a certain percentage of, of comic, uh, there's a certain percentage of comic fans and comic lovers and writers and artists and um, convention goers and costume people, uh, 
who use the use the Facebook wor- uh, world as sort of a a way to share um, a lot of their own creative ideas and uh, share their pictures and their uh, the, a lot of the silliness that goes on on Facebook as well. Um, but uh, it that they really they significantly outweigh I think the the people who are on Facebook to really interact and network. Um, and the, giver, um, the givers and the takers. But yeah, exactly, exactly. The givers and the takers. I think that I think the takers far outweigh the givers. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It, the, I think Facebook is really designed to accommodate all of those people. Um, you know, whatever category they they fall under. Uh, but you know, with with two hundred or with two thousand two hundred people or, or so on my Facebook page, but with only sixty one backers, and eh, about half of those are, I'd have to say about half of those are people that I don't know. Right. The other half are names that I the names that I do know. Um, but uh, you know, even though these people aren't clicking on the link, and I have been putting it up on Facebook plenty of times for them to have seen it. Uh, even though they're not clicking on the link uh, to pledge, uh, they're they're at least looking, so they're aware. So even though they're not giving money, um, I think I think the brand name is getting out there. You know, Capstan sure. is a brand that people are seeing. Well, the number is not far off. I uh, when, when people ask me, I, I ask, I tell them rule of thumb is take your network that you can identify and take about 5% of that. And that's probably about how much you're going to get out of the backers of, through your own effort, right? In your case, 5% of that, of that 2,100 is what, 10% to 10, so about 105 people is about 5%. When your project's done, you're probably going to be close to 70 or 80 people, close to that 5%. Yep. And it just seems to be kind of a magic number that... Yeah, that it's just that small yeah. core of people. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It, and it it seems to be you know, and it, I think it's I think it's paying off. Uh, even even though it's a even though it's a very small percentage, um, you know, I think it'll it's going to pay off now with uh, raising the money to get the book printed and get it out there. But uh, you know, I think it's going to pay off for me even more in the long run because Capstan and End Time are names that uh, people are going to recognize when I start showing up at the conventions with this sure, book. Sure, sure. Well, we're out of time. Tim, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to sit in your car. Thank you very much, Richard. I, I, uh, I appreciate you having me on. Well, and I got some good news for you. You have, 60, you? You have 63 backers, and you're only $473 <laughs> away. You've picked, well. You've picked up two backers. The karma is, is feeling good. Okay, that that's great. I that that makes me feel good. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my evening knowing that I'm just getting closer with every passing minute. You're getting a little bit closer. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter, episode eighty-seven. I'm Richard Bliss. We've been talking to Tim Kenyon, who's the creator of End Time, a graphic novel on Kickstarter. Take a look, see what it has to say, and uh, you can get a feel for uh, his project. And uh, we thank Tim for being on the show. And don't forget that. Um, if you want to follow us, Fund the Dream is our new Twitter handle, and uh, the website will be coming. But for now, thegamewhisper.com is where you can find out information about the upcoming Crowdfunding Academy, as well as 
our free webinars that we'll be hosting. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you've had something that you've enjoyed. I know I've enjoyed it. And uh, we will uh, look for your project on Kickstarter soon so we can back it and help you fund your dream. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.